Welcome to this week's podcast by Lock Street Shipyard. Hello, I'm Bob Hunt, owner of LSS Enterprises Incorporated, trading as the Lock Street Shipyard. I want to say a few words about my newest product, podcasts. My primary goal is to provide helpful content about many model shipbuilding topics in verbal form and at a reasonable subscription price. I'm sorry, but I have to charge something for this service because it takes special equipment and software to produce these podcasts. Creating these podcasts was a major learning curve for me. Even though I'm very computer literate, when I got this idea, I had no idea what new things I was going to have to learn. New software and how to use it to record these podcasts. How to set it all up on my website. How to set up the subscription. How to store the recorded podcast in a format that will work with the website's podcasting software. It was a bit frustrating struggle, but eventually I was successful and able to get an actual podcast recorded to work on my website. I will be providing new podcasts on a weekly basis with the hope of releasing a new one every Sunday. I will be recording a wide range of model ship building subjects, such as planking a model ship, how to choose a good kit if you are a new beginner, rigging a model ship, modeling deck furniture, copper plating, and so forth. Keep in mind, podcasts are not visual, but audio only, so they won't be anything like my practicums. I won't be giving any kind of step-by-step instructions on how to build a particular model. Instead, I will be talking about these topics in a more general sense. Podcasts are a one-way street, so to speak. They're not interactive like a chat window or face-to-face conversation. They're not meant to be that way. They're meant to be informative. I'm also open to any suggestions you might have on topics you'd like me to discuss. You can send me an email or send your suggestions by going to my contact page on my website. Podcasts have been a very important marketing tool for businesses. Even if you're not a customer, all you have to do is subscribe to my podcast and you'll have access to all of them. I am hoping that this additional feature will encourage you to purchase one of my practicums related to the particular model you wish to build. Now I'd like to talk about how I got started in model ship building, how I started my business, and what my plans are for the future. I've been building models since I was a kid of about five years old. I lived in Winchester, Virginia, about a block away from the downtown shopping area. There were no malls or shopping centers in those days. I simply walked that one block to shop at the local hobby shop. Since I didn't have a lot of money to spend, perhaps a quarter that my grandmother gave me, my purchasing options were limited. They actually had balsa wood airplanes for that price in those days, 1953. So I'd buy one of those. I'd build it, then fly it in my backyard. They were powered by a wind-up rubber band attached to the propeller. Building has always been in my blood. In 1984, after just getting out of the Army, I moved back to Winchester to be close to my parents. My father had retired and I got a job with a local bank in downtown Winchester. It was just a few doors down from the bank where I found a hobby shop, so I visited it every day on my lunch hour. I got to know the owner real well and started reading the magazine Fine Scale Modeler. 
One day I purchased the magazine from the hobby shop and started fanning through it. I found an ad advertising wooden model ship kits for Model Expo. There was no internet in those days, or at least not that I'm aware of, and I didn't have a computer anyway. So I wrote a letter to Model Expo and asked them to send me a catalog. A few weeks later, the catalog arrived. I remember getting so excited as I scanned the pages for something to buy. I did manage to get a credit card from the bank, so as soon as I had picked out several models I thought I would have fun building, I placed the order on an order form in the catalog and sent it back to Model Expo along with my credit card number. Weeks later, the order arrived. In that order was the HMS Victory, the Model Shipways Kit Fair American, the Golden Hind, and the Swedish warship Vasa. I decided to build the Victory first. I have always liked a challenge, and that beautiful ship seemed to be something that would challenge me. I knew absolutely nothing about how to build a model ship, and the owner of the hobby shop was no help. As a matter of fact, when I told him my intentions, he thought I was crazy and actually tried to discourage me from even attempting such a complex model. I remember how he tried to describe the difficulty just planking the hull, but his argument was not going to persuade me to build a less difficult ship. I was determined to build the Victory first. Long story short, I worked day and night on that model in a spare bedroom of my apartment and completed it in just three months, fully rigged and in all natural wood. I still have photos of that model today. It wasn't perfect, but I completed it successfully. I was hooked and built all of the kits I had purchased over the next six or 10 months until all of those kits were finished. The hobby shop owner allowed me to put the Vasa in his storefront window and I sold it within a few days for $500. I took the profit I made and ordered more kits. In late 2001, I was laid off from my job. My wife worked and I was drawing unemployment payments. I had a lot of time on my hands. I belonged to a Yahoo forum called Ships and Scale. The owner was Dr. Clay Feldman. I had become well-known in the forum because I had accumulated a lot of experience and had built a lot of model ships. So I often answered questions for them, hoping to be able to help them to build their models. Clay put out the word in the forum that he was looking for writers to write articles for his magazine. I had earlier submitted an article I wrote on how to build yet another HMS Victory model by Panart, which was like a subdivision of Mantua. He published the article and knew me from my forum postings, answering questions for new modelers. So I contacted Clay and told him I had a lot of time on my hands and would be happy to write something for him. He asked if I could write an article on how to build the model ship waste kit Arm Virginia Sloop, which he designed himself. He said he would have Mark Mosco, owner of Model Expo, send me a kit for free. Again, long story short, I got the kit, built it in just a few months, took tons of photos, which I had to scan to turn them into JPEGs, and I wrote the article. It was about 345 pages long, I believe. Clay sent me an email and said he couldn't publish the article because it was simply too long. He first asked if I could trim it down to about three or four pages. Of course, that seemed impossible to me, probably because I'm very detail-oriented and could not even imagine how I could explain how to build such a kit in just three or four pages. After telling him that I didn't think I could do so, Clay suggested that I try to market the article on my own. 
Since I had just been laid off as a web developer, I decided to put up a website. To also kick off my business venture, I called the local newspaper and spoke with one of the reporters I had met several years earlier to see if she would be interested in an interview. She decided to come visit me and write an article for the local newspaper about my new business venture, so she made an appointment with me. At the end of the interview, she asked me what the name of my business was going to be. That caught me off guard. We lived in a custom-built home on a street called Lock Drive. Suddenly, it just came to my mind to call my new business the Lock Street Shipyard. I put up my new website and advertised the detailed instructions I had written on how to build the Armored Virginia Sloop, but I did not have any credit card processing service at that time, so I could only accept checks. I announced this new set of instructions and decided to call them a practicum because I had started building a true plank-on-frame model from scratch called the Confederacy. I was using a set of very detailed instructions written by a retired Catholic priest named Father William Romero. His instructions were all typed by hand and came printed, but not even bound. It was suggested to me by one of the Ship and Scale Forum members to package my practicums on a CD, and some asked if they could pay over time. My asking price was $90, which is the price still to this day. Since the practicum was nine chapters long and the price was $90, or $10 per chapter, I agreed to take three payments of $30 each for three months. The checks started pouring in. I called Mark Moscow and told him about my new business. I asked if he could give me some advertising on his website, but he refused to do so. However, six months later, he called me back and said that whatever I was doing, it had created a backlog of orders for him for that AVS kit. He said he used to sell a few of those kits each year, and now he was selling them so frequently that he couldn't keep up with production. He offered to give me free advertising on his website and through an insert such as a brochure if I would send him a PDF file for the brochure advertising the AVS and my other products that I was developing. I was a bit flabbergasted. I checked my records and found that I had sold over 100 practicums by then for the AVS. I was building several other models on a weekly basis where I would work on one for one week and write one chapter, then work on another for the next week and write another chapter on it. And I just continued to do that until I completed each model. Then a customer suggested to me that I market the series as the College of Model Shipbuilding which is how I market my practicum still to this day. So that's how the whole thing started. Today I'm building some kits for myself. I don't take pictures. There's no time frame for when they'll be finished because I simply want to work on them in my leisure time with no pressure and so forth. I just want to enjoy the hobby I started over 30 years ago. As for the future, I don't plan to build any new kits for practicums. I'm 74 years old, soon to turn 75, and need to spend more time with my wife and family. I've put in thousands and thousands of hours on model shipbuilding over the years and just need a break from it. Instead, I did some research and decided to start this podcast business. I don't expect to get rich off of it. I just want to enjoy what I'm doing and try to cover the cost involved in time, equipment, and software. 
I think I can put together some useful knowledge that I've acquired over the years from all of my experience. I've come up with a lot of topics I would like to discuss in these podcasts in the months, if not years, to come. So that's the end of this podcast, but stay tuned for future podcasts as I will continue to record and release them on a weekly basis. Thank you and goodbye. You've been listening to Bob Hunt, owner of the Lock Street Shipyard. Thanks for joining me. I'll be back next week with a new topic I'd like to talk about. Goodbye and have a great day.